Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. Hello, my name is Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to reflect on a night of mixed emotions for Everton. The overriding feeling at full-time was one of relief after Luca Dean's brilliant free kick earned the Blues a 2-2 draw at home to Watford that some would argue they did not deserve. But it was also disappointment and frustration after a poor second-half performance saw the Hornets score twice in the space of three minutes after Richarlison had opened the scoring against his former club with his eighth goal of the season. So to analyse the performance, which included another penalty miss by Gilfie Sigerton, we will hear from our Everton FC correspondent Phil Kirkbride and then our Everton FC reporter Adam Jones. You'll then hear my conversation with Goodison's season ticket holder and our view from the Gladys Street podcast host Ian Kroll before the podcast rounds off with the full audio from Marco Silva's post-match press conference. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Evening everybody, Everton to Watford 2. Um, I think the rather muted response at full-time, the full-time whistle speaks volumes for the slightly strange game that we witnessed. Um, I think there was the hope and the expectancy perhaps from, from the Goodison faithful tonight that, that Michael Silver against his old club would show how much better his new one is, how much better this team is and how, how they're making strides under him. But the truth of the matter is on the pitch tonight and the evidence for this evening was that there's nothing between them and Watford actually went away disappointed. It was a, a, a very sort of lacklustre performance from Everton, barring a sort of a spell in the middle of the first half after the goal. Watford were the better team and hugely unfortunate the way that Seamus Coleman's uh, the ball's come back off the boat and hit him for the own goal, but the, but the equaliser had been coming. Everton then stunned, caught cold two minutes later. Watford deservedly two on ahead, and Everton has uh, as tried as they might, and Silver throwing on two forwards um, and Luckman as well uh, to make it sort of three attacking changes. Everton looked like it wasn't going to be their day. Sigurdsson obviously missing another penalty, um, and then obviously Luca Dean right at the end of the death, curling in a sublime free kick. Obviously great reaction to the equaliser, but that sense that. At full time, when those in those moments in those late equalisers, usually are met with a, a sense of almost a, a victorious uh, reaction. But uh, Kevin Friend's whistle sort of prompted a, a kind of shrugging of the shoulders and a and a sense of relief that, that Everton had, had come away, you know, unscathed, if you like, with something to show from a game that had looked like running away from them despite a promising start with the goal in the in the opening 15 minutes. So, not the performance and the result Marco perhaps would have been wanting to show his uh, former employees and show them what they were missing. Over the course of the season, we have to remain confident that Everton will finish above Watford. You know, look, when Everton are on form, they're a better team than Watford, but, you know, what he left behind and the spine of that team that he left behind, I know mugs and, and they're a handful and, and, and Everton really reflecting this evening on, uh, on snatching a point that didn't really look likely. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. 
you can't help but feel like Everton got very, very lucky there. I think Watford will be leaving Goodison Park, uh, much of the more disappointed side. Uh, it was a real moment of quality at the end of the day from Luca Dean uh, stepping up to take that free kick. And uh, to be honest, I was quite confident all, all along that he was going to put that in if he was the man taking it. But it really should never have got to that situation. Everton started the game actually quite well. I think in general it was a quiet opening sort of 10 minutes or so. But after that, Everton really started getting into their rhythm. Uh, it was looking like the best that front four had really played since Leicester away at some stage in that first half. You know, they were really uh, knitting together really, really well. Uh, I think that was uh, shown off perfectly for the opening goal. Obviously, just walk off his offside. But, you know, sometimes you just need those lucky breaks and Everton got it today. Uh, but it was, I think it was a really well-worked move. Uh, a couple of minutes later, it could have been made too uh, if it wasn't for brilliant block by I think it was Holabas stopped the ball getting to Richarlison and all, all he was going to do was tap it in I think that was a really good move down the left hand side with uh, Sigurdsson and Bernard particularly involved in that one and uh, Luca Dean as well of course but it, it, it I think second half showed off a real issue for Everton and I think it's the way they start the second period I think it's something that I've noticed with Everton for a few years to be honest Everton never really seems to come out all guns blazing uh, after half time for some reason it always seems to be the opponents who seem to take the initiative and Watford to be fair to them they absolutely snatched the initiative with both hands like they absolutely dominated those opening well opening 10 minutes of that second half you, you were just sat there thinking well it's only a matter of time Watford score here Everton really need to change something nothing changed and yeah Watford's goal came in fortuitous circumstances in the end but you can't really Everton really can't use that as an excuse in my opinion yeah the ball's bounced off the post and gone off Seamus Coleman and in but that goal was coming everyone in Goodison Park could see that goal was coming and nobody could argue that Watford's absolutely deserved to be level at that point and then a few minutes later, everyone in that defence switched off. Like, there's absolutely no excuse for how much they switched off. Uh, a quick free kick down the left-hand side seems to evade everyone. Uh, Abdelaid Zakore just saunters into the box. I think he, uh, Idrissa Gay loses him as, his, as he makes his way into the box. And he's got far too much time to plant that header in. Really not much Jordan Pickford could do about that. But then, even then, when Watford take a 2-1 lead, you're expecting Everton to maybe rally together and you know really push at them. Uh, Silver made a few changes. Luffman came on, Calvert-Lewin came on, and then Tosin came on shortly after. Nothing really seemed to change. You know, there were a couple of opportunities. Obviously, there was the penalty, which was a really, really poor penalty from Gilfie Sigurdsson. You've got to wonder who's Everton's best penalty taker at the minute is it Leighton Baines sat on the bench uh, I'd say it potentially is but that, that's a that's a matter for another day but Everton just really didn't create enough clear cut chances uh, throughout the end of that game and you know you were lucky to get a free kick in a really dangerous position and obviously with the quality that Luca Dean's got uh, we just needed him to step up to the plate under pressure and fair play to him he really did I think he was probably the best of our defenders today and you know he thoroughly deserved that goal and it's really nice to see him get his first goal for Everton but you know that's one of the only good things that you can really take out of this you know two points out of Newcastle and Watford at home just really really isn't good enough when that's bookended by away trips to Anfield and now coming up we've got an away trip to Man City you know 
it, re- it really made those sort of home games crucial and it's going to be really interesting to see how Everton go into this Man City game now because they're going to be uh, licking their wounds after the, the defeat of Chelsea Pep Guardiola is going to be hammering into them all week he's going to want a reaction are Everton going to be up to the test to give a sort of reaction you know we're in a bad run of momentum now we need to try and get out of this funk as much as possible I think as much as Marco Silva says that uh, the derby result isn't still hanging over the club it just seems like it is so he's got to find a way to try and really banish that from training this week you know really hammer into these players that look you cannot afford a bad run of momentum over this festive period especially games coming thick and fast and you know if it, if it doesn't start knitting together you can just as easily slip down the table but if you do start putting if you do put a good performance in against Man City especially then suddenly you can find the momentum to climb the table again so I think that's got to be Marco Silva's aim just get get these players back and get it hammered into them that they need to put in a good display next time around The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo Hi Ian, thanks for joining me on the post-game podcast. Like myself, you've just uh, fresh out of Goodison Park where Everton have rescued a 2-2 draw at home to Watford. What were your thoughts on what you've just seen? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even feel like a draw, Paul, to be honest. Was, uh, even just before uh, Dean took that free kick, and I thought to myself, even if he scores this, it's, a draw is not going to be good enough. Um, that second half performance there tonight was, was woeful, to be honest, and it's not the first poor second half performance we've had in the space of uh, the past couple of weeks I think the last three games now I think our second half performances have been dreadful you know for all the good work that we did in the derby I don't think we did enough for all the good work that we did against Newcastle on the ball in the first half the second half performance wasn't enough and again today I thought the first half performance I thought we were solid obviously we took the lead I thought we we looked dangerous going forward and you know the, the front three were you know combining Okay, I wouldn't say it was amazing, but obviously we got the goal assist from uh, Gomez onto Richarlison there, and thought the defence looked pretty solid. To be honest, I didn't think Watford were, you know, although they did look maybe you know dangerous on the ball. I don't think they worried us. And then the second half, I don't know. I just I don't know where that came from at all. Um, but at the moment, it's a it's a worrying trend because. It's, it's a weird one because the the first couple of weeks of the season, it, it was it was kind of the opposite. We were starting off matches slow and then the second half performances seemed to come and, you know, we were we were grinding up results. Now, like I say, it's the opposite and I, I don't know I don't know what the problem is. I don't know what Silva's saying to them at half time because it's uh, it's not good enough at the moment and I, I don't want to overreact. Like, like I said to you just before you um, we got on the phone there because it's you know it's a fair season for silver but you know i think we're, we're a bit flat aren't we since yeah. the, the derby since the derby it's not been a great week and all oh, last week hasn't been a great week and you know going into this week that that's not a good result i don't care how you know positive or you know well people think wofford can play you know we need to be beating teams like wofford i don't care what anyone says we, we, we do we, we've got or we should have the players and we should have the quality to do that um and you know, we've got a draw. It doesn't feel like a draw because the frustration is is, is there for all to see. You know, obviously Dean saved us at the end there, and we, we we've managed to get a point, which is, I think, we're going to sit back and reflect on it. Obviously, it'll, it'll you know, I'll be able to calm down a little bit, but we, we, you know, we should have won that game. I don't 
care what anyone says, and we've we've just had a, a nightmare. Probably what was it five ten minutes where Watford have scored two goals and and, and then obviously Sigurdsson's obviously missed the penalty, and it could have been a completely different game if that had gone in. But um, yeah, just overall frustration, just culminating from the the, the, the whole week really. Yeah. Just I feel a bit flat now, and now we we've got to pick ourselves up against Manchester City. You know. The champions are going to be the best, the best team in the league, and that is not going to be an easy place to go. You know, we've we've effectively, you know, dropped points against teams where we should have got three: Newcastle and Watford. The Liverpool game, you're obviously you didn't hope more than anything else. You know, unbeaten now first in the league, Liverpool, but these two results against Newcastle and Watford, that's more of a kick in the teeth to the fans than anything, and it's a. It's a, it's a step back for us, unfortunately, I think. Do you think it may have uh, shown up some inadequacies in the squad? Obviously, it's Silver and Brandt's first transfer window and Everton are a considerably better team because of the business they've done. But do you think there's times where we've looked tired in the, the last few two games after Liverpool and maybe those players on the bench are just not there or maybe they're just not performing at the moment? Yeah, I think, I think you're spot on, to be honest. You know, every time that the team sheets come in over the past couple of weeks, it's always been the same team because... They've won the previous game, so you you know you never change a, a winning team, or you know that's the, the old cliche, isn't it? And um, you know it, it was changed for Newcastle, obviously, with Luckman coming in, Tosin coming in. Uh, what, what was it? One or two other changes as well. I think Zuma came in, didn't he as well? So I think it, it does show the that the fact that just because we've got players who are on the bench, all they're doing really is, is, is filling a void. Yeah. You know they're not they're not they're not they haven't got the quality enough to, to come on and make their impact. I mean, maybe I'm being a bit harsh because, you know, Dominic Carver-Lewin, Tosin, Luckman, they, they have come on to an extent over the past couple of games to make an impact, but the, the quality players do it all the time. Do you know what I mean? It's not just a, a one-off. When the team isn't performing within that first 60, 70 minutes, that's when, obviously, you, you, you're going to look to your bench. Um, and then, obviously, the, that... That, that's where it, that's where it comes from. But in all fairness, though, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be need to look looking for the bench, to, you know, to, for people to make an impact. Those players on the pitch have, have got to be able to do it, and they, they haven't done it over the, the past two games at least in the second half against against Liverpool. It, it just hasn't been good enough, and I think it's definitely taken the wind out of our sails that um, that last minute goal against Liverpool. It's been a kick in the teeth to the fans, obviously, but the players have definitely felt it. It's it's, it's been flat. I mean. You know the atmosphere today, Monday game underneath the lights, Monday night football. You know the first first fifteen twenty minutes. You know you could hear the players talking on yeah. the pitch, you know yeah. screaming on the pitch. It's not good, is it? But you know the players have got to give us something to shout about as well. So you know the fans have got to get up there, and the players have got to do the same. It's um, it's just we're going to go into another a tough run now. Manchester City on Saturday, and then Tottenham, and then the games are just going to come thick and fast. It's uh. You know, we can't just we can't just be like saying to ourselves, "Well, who are we going to sign in January?" We've got to. There's, there's going to be effectively, I think, is it five or six games before January yeah, now? Yeah. You know, so many points to pay play for there, um, and we've just dropped. Well, we've just dropped four out of games that really Everton football uh, clubs should have won. Definitely. Just one final one before I let you go, mate. I'm sure it's something you'll probably expand upon in a view from the Granite Street podcast later this week that you host. Uh, but for you, your opinion, do you think it's time for a change in penalty taker? I know Sigurdsson's missed a couple this season now. He missed one in the World Cup for Iceland, do you think? After tonight, mm. Everton may need to, to change, change it up from the spot. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because, you know, 
he's obviously the designated penalty taker now. That Baines is not not in the squad. Um, you know, we scored one against United. I, when did he, did he miss one? He missed one against Fulham, didn't off. he? Against Fulham, yeah. and then he scored against United. So obviously, you know, if, he, if he's starting to miss more, then he's he's, he's going to score. Then obviously that is a concern. I just who who would be the the next in line? Who's who's on that pitch now? It's obviously only the manager will know, and the players will know themselves. You, you know, you're probably going to look at look at the likes of Richarlison, maybe Luca Dean, um, or maybe Andre Gomez. I don't, I don't know. I think when when Sigurdsson steps up now, it's you know you, once a player misses one and then they miss another one, you do have that that feeling in your in your stomach and think, is he really you know the right man for this? I think we had the exact same problem problem with Wayne Rooney last year. You know mm-hmm. he was the designated penalty taker when Leighton Baines wasn't wasn't playing, and you know did he score or did he miss more than he scored? Um, so I think it is a problem because we've been very lucky, haven't we, with Leighton Baines over the, the past uh, couple of years. He's, he's, like I say, he's been the designated penalty taker and he certainly scored more than he's missed. The, the ratio has certainly been in his favour. I'm sure it'd be, the only ones I think he's missed is probably the one against, one against Chelsea where yeah. Czech was obviously a huge frame and saved it there. It, look, Paul, it's, it's a concern. I've got every faith in Gilfie Sigurdsson that he's got, he's got the quality, but, you know, straight down the middle... You know the keeper saved it with his foot, hasn't he? It's. I just don't think we're getting the rub of the green. I don't want to be making excuses, but look at that. Um, just to uh, defer from the penalty there. Look at that Watford's first goal. You know, yeah. a Coleman. It just hits him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't think we're getting getting a look. That's no excuse because the, the performance wasn't wasn't great. But when you look down, it, it's down, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You know, you miss a penalty like that, and you can see the goal like that. It's um, and you know the ref gave a penalty fair enough, but the ref just was terrible today. Yeah, last time about the officials doing better, but they were dreadful, weren't they? No, I know. It's a it's a frustrating night. I might think about it a bit more, a bit differently in the morning. Uh, reflect on it and look back at it, but um, yeah, definitely not good enough that. And uh, Silver's got a got a lot of work to do. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Marco, you must feel um, scared. Escape with the point at the end, and all seemed lost. Good evening. No, we. Of course, I'm not happy. We are uh, not happy with the, the result when you have one home game um, against Watford, and when you started the game like we start, and then scoring yeah, in the on the in the game as well. Um, of course, we. When you achieve just one point, even if you score in the last minute, of course we are unhappy with the result uh, because our our goal to to the match is completely different than what we achieved just one point, and because that we are unhappy. You seem to be particularly unhappy with the players at spells in the second half. What was it particularly about the performance that annoyed you? I agree with you. Of course, the, the our we started well the game, like I told you. In, uh, the first question um, scored earlier. Game is, and you know, you knew before the match how they came here to play normal a type of game with the long balls in Troidini, and after they prepare well the, and strong the second ball. In these moments, when you have the ball, you have to put uh, the our quality and our way to play, not putting the game always in a challenge like we we did in the last 15 minutes, the first half. And uh, I told our players in the second half what we. We should do different in that moment. We have to, to start the second half to, 
to try to create a chance to score the second goal and not in giving them the chance to start to always to putting long balls and winning the second and starting winning some set pieces as well. And we did the opposite. We cannot uh, put our quality in the second half on the, the pitch and in three, four minutes we lost uh, completely the focus like we considered the two goals. Um, if, uh, if you see uh, fantastic moments to them to score, I, I will give them the congratulations. But okay, the first goal we considered, uh, we have that moment under control um, when they switch the side of the ball with Lucas and Bernard and after second goal like they play faster that free kick and uh, our players not, not ready in that moment to react. Um, two moments we lost the, the focus and after after that we we played more with the heart and the quality. Okay, we start and we try to, to change the result. We had the penalty, we, we had more two chances with one with Richardson or two with Richardson after he scored in the last minute. But I think and it's clear for us what we we did not in a normal way for us in the second half and gave them the chance to 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 change the score. Okay. <clears throat> you, you seem a little inconsistent at the moment. You're playing at times very, very well, producing some great performances against good teams. But then in the games when you would expect to do better, you, you, you're not you're not really taking the results that, that you want. What, why do you think that is, the inconsistency? Okay. Different games, we cannot, you know Premier League like I, like I know as well, games are always tough um, and this, I can tell you, it's a matter of um, possible mentality, the right mentality in some moments to, when you are winning 1-0, uh, is a good example for us, at home you have to try to, to score the, the second, um, instead we are giving chance them to equalize the moment, of course I know our players they want to do that. Uh, but this evening we we cannot do. Uh, it's a moment for us to analyze why, and pass to the, our players what we have to do different in the future. Marco, only two points after the last three games now. Uh, do you think it'll be tough to get out of this spell of momentum? Well, it's all the stuff. Like I told you before, before that uh, when we had a fantastic uh, momentum and we achieved a very good results for us. Um, now we didn't achieve, of course, uh, after the hour, the hour game and after the the hour performance uh, in the derby. Even if he didn't achieve the, the good result for us, everyone expect okay two games home and we will win the games. But uh, yeah, we have to prove on the pitch and the quality to win the match. It's, it's clear to to me. Of course, we want. I saw again. Um, Attitude in our players. I saw again uh, the, the normal attitude. Some moments we have to put more quality to to break some defensive organization like uh, Newcastle came here to play. And uh, this evening was different. Uh, typical long balls and second balls, and we have to do different uh, in this type of games and not put the game in their in their side, playing in our way to create a chance to, to score more goals. Do you think that results in the derby still playing on the mind a little bit? No, 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 forget. It's already passed. Uh, that game we didn't achieve the result for us and after we have to prove in the next games our quality as well. It's already finished, it's not the moment to talk more about that game. Now is the moment to analyse this one and to prepare well the next is always our way. Marco, will then Kilfi stay on penalties? Will Kilfi continue to be your penalty taker? Let's see what will be my decision. It's not because Kilfi lost uh, the penalty tonight, I will say to you now, okay, I will change or not. 
doesn't make sense if I yeah. if I will do that here uh, talking with you. Of course, le let's see what uh, will be our decision uh, and if I change something or not. Uh, of course, our players they will know um, in the right moment. Okay. Marcus, what did you make of your reception from the Watford fans tonight? Were disappointed a bit? I didn't see nothing. Uh, believe me. Uh, what is important for me and what I can control is our team, uh, giving them the conditions to to getting better and uh, do everything for to put our fans proud and make our fans proud of us. Um, the other things I cannot control. Uh, even I, I didn't see nothing. I didn't see nothing. You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.